0: Uh, good morning, everyone. This is Robert Craig, Executive Director of Citizen Action of Wisconsin. And what we're here to talk about is the relationship between enrollment and the Affordable Care Act and job creation in Wisconsin. Uh, everyone's well aware that we're heading within 10 days of the deadline for open enrollment, and obviously, people signing up and getting health care that can be never taken away from them, no matter what, is of critical value in and of itself what's less understood is, is that with the federal subsidies uh, that come in uh, with people signing up for the new marketplace, it actually brings substantial federal money into the state and therefore has a huge economic multiplier which causes job creation. So we're going to have uh, two state lawmakers uh, react to the report. I'm going to have uh, that's Senator Dave Hansen. Uh, from Green Bay and representative Mandela Barnes, Milwaukee area. But first, I want to have Kevin Kane, uh, the lead organizer of Resist National Wisconsin, just briefly walk people uh, through the numbers that we're releasing today in this
1: report. So, Kevin, thank you very much. Uh, thanks, Robert. Uh, so, this report will be on our website at the end of this call. Uh, but uh, the, the, what we found is we looked at the tax credits that are available to help people enroll in the Affordable Care Act based on your income, based on your age, Uh, and we looked at this as a tool of of federal funds coming into the state of Wisconsin. The more people we enroll, the more tax credits available, the more dollars that come into our local communities, and breaking that down, we found that uh, if we enrolled 100% of the population, certainly not by the end of the 31st, but uh, we would create about 16,600 jobs. Uh, and then breaking that down, we found that on average, uh, we could create one job in Wisconsin locally for every 30 people enrolled. And uh, we really want to help push this to remind people just what the the um, really the economic impact beyond just the, the moral of trying to get as many people enrolled as possible, but pushing to enroll people has a clear economic impact. As dollars uh, flow from uh, the federal government into Uh, not just insurance companies, but mostly healthcare providers. These uh, local institutions then, of course, push that money to the wider community, and so we found that while the majority of the federal funds end up coming into the community through uh, insurance and hospital settings, they ended up going into real estate and food service and employment services and ended up having a very large uh, economic boon uh, to uh, many local communities. And so, again, we found that one job for every 30 people Uh, And then we were able to break that down in this report uh, on key regions, showing just how many people were eligible for tax credits based on where they live, and then how many jobs could be created if we enrolled all of them or or some uh, subsection of them. Uh, So we'll have that in the full report. Otherwise, I'm happy to share with them over the phone if we have any questions on that. But the, the main finding was... Um, We could create one job for every 30 people that we enroll between now and March 31st or really uh, for the rest of the year because there will be special enrollment periods for many individuals to still uh, sign up for healthcare at healthcare.gov. Yeah, and this is Robert again, and I think this shows
0: what a stake we have in succeeding in uh, making people know about their new coverage options and getting them enrolled, that, that there are some people in the state that want to cheerlead uh, enrollment failing or going slower than, than we would hope. It actually damages not only people who don't have access to life-saving health care and protection from finan- bankruptcy and financial disaster, if anyone tries actually get sick, but it also costs the state jobs at a time when we are still 35th in the country in job creation. And so with that, I want to turn it over to Senator Dave Hanson, who's been a, a very strong voice for, uh, for, for health care reform for a number of years in, in the state legislature. So, Senator Hanson, thank you very much for joining us.
2: Well, it's great to be on, and, you know, it's important to note the economic benefit, but as importantly as we've mentioned before, how morally important this is. And I want to remind people emphatically that we must get people signed up by March 31st and they can sign up at www.healthcare.gov. It's so very, very important moving forward, not only economically but morally. And the sad part in our state is we are last in spending to advertise for it. So I have to thank Citizen Action and all the other groups that have pushed it, because it certainly hasn't come from the Republican Party or the governor at all. So what we did in our uh, office is we sent out over 40,000 mailers giving people information about the Affordable Care Act and how they could sign up. And to note, Channel 5 in Green Bay, WFRV, will have a telethon to get people to sign up on Wednesday, March 26th from 3 to 7 p.m. In fact, my wife is gonna take a two hour shift. So they are hosting a telethon. I think that's going on in other parts of the state as well. And I just think it's integral that we do something to move this forward. You know, the Affordable Care Act is here to stay and to be in denial is just absolutely wrong.
0: Well, thank you very much, Senator, and that's great what you've done with your Senate office and then some of the organic activity going on in Green Bay to really get the word out, because you're absolutely right, we're ranked last for captain in the country in what our state has done to promote the availability mm-hmm. of these new health care options. Uh, so with that, I wanted to see is uh, Representative uh, Manella Barnes, are you on the line? Okay, I, I heard some speaking, but that must be someone else speaking. So apparently Representative Barnes has not been able to join, unless you're muted and can't hear us, but uh, we can't hear you. So with that, let me uh, hand, turn it over to any questions any uh, reporters and uh, and uh, on the call may have. So it's star six, Kevin, right? Uh, on mute.
1: I actually believe everyone is unmuted currently.
0: Okay. Kevin's unmuted everyone. So, uh, any question about the reporter, about where we are in enrollment?
2: Hi. This is Shemaine Mills, Public Radio. I have a question uh, only tangentially related. Um, why do you think it is that co-ops seem to be doing okay, at least the one in the Milwaukee area, but as a state, we aren't um, You know, getting the high enrollment that some other states are. Any thoughts on that?
0: Uh, our take is the enrollment common ground healthcare cooperative has been one of the most successful in the country. Uh, when they were passing the affordable care act. You know, there, there were, uh, there was a real push for co-ops, but then they made the terms much more difficult at the, at, in the final version. And the, the, frankly, pressure from insur- from private insurance companies, for-profit insurance companies. So it's all based on loans. Some of them had trouble getting enough capital, uh, their federal loans. But, um, the, the common ground has provided a lot more options and a lot of people have signed up. But overall, because uh, I don't think it's fair to say the co-ops should be the ones to uh, provide all the enrollment. This state has not made the kind of effort other states have had. If you go and and I travel a fair amount. If you go in other states, the state governments are running ads uh, on television constantly telling people about these enrollment options because they know uh, how valuable it is to the population in their state to be covered and to, to sign up in this enrollment process. So I really do think that there's a problem when you have a state leadership, uh, a governor, a state legislature that actually wants the law to fail. I mean, it it makes it much harder uh, to be successful, and this is going to be very damaging, as we've been talking about in this call.
2: And this is Senator Hanson. Uh, Other states that have taken the exchange dollars, such as Minnesota and Kentucky, and have allowed the expansion to be directed by the states, and also taking MA expansion, those are the states that are succeeding. We have dragged our feet. And now we're paying higher premiums in Minnesota and other states because we didn't participate in the process. And I think that's very sad for the constituents in our state.
0: Does that, does that answer the question, Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Any other uh, questions uh, reporters on the call uh, have about the reporter, about where we are? Because we're really at an historical point right now. We're only 10 days away from the end of the first open, open enrollment period, the first of many, we believe. Is Mandela on now? If he is, we can't hear him, so I don't know what happened. I don't think Kevin's gotten any word from him. So I'll give it just another second for questions. Uh, Senator Hampson, do you want to, since we don't have any questions right now, anything you want to say in closing?
2: Well, just that uh, nationally we're over 5 million. Affordable Care Act is here to stay. I would ask the administration to accept that fact and try to get people to come out and be participating in the process. It's kind of sad that our premiums are higher because we didn't act. Other states have done well, and uh, we should have done more, and now we just have to do our very, very best to get as many young people, old people, whatever, to get out and participate in this because it's about saving their lives, driving the economy, and it's the moral thing to do.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more, and. I should close on the on the age distribution problem as well. We are tied for second worst in the country in the percentage of people older, 55 to 64 year olds, signing up compared to younger people. Now, and that's going to raise rates next year. In fact, the uh, Walker administration acknowledged that in a news story yesterday uh, for the first time that that was going to raise rates. That is part and parcel of not putting enough into enrollment. It it is great because early retirees are so discriminated against if they don't have good insurance at work that they're signing up in Wisconsin. So that's a great victory. But rates go up unless we also emphasize getting all of those 20 and early 30-somethings as much as possible signed up as well. And we are doing... Proportionally worse than most every other state in the country. The only one worse is West Virginia, and they have a much older population than we do. We don't actually have a very uh, our our population is only slightly above average in terms of age uh, uh, you know, distribution. So that's a, that's an issue as well. We know, and we've done release reports on this, that Minnesota is going to be cheaper not only because of that next year, but already is because they took the Medicaid money and because they're using rate review in order to get much more downward pressure on rate. So but at this point, the best thing we can do in Wisconsin is enroll as many people as possible. And We know from previous experience in Massachusetts that a lot of the enrollment occurs very, very late. So we need a big surge here in Wisconsin for a number of reasons, including the job creation reasons that are outlined in the report we're releasing today. So. Senator Hansen, I want to thank you for joining us, great conversation with you as always, and uh, thank you very much for all the reporters who joined the call, and we can get you more information uh, if you need it throughout the day, and uh, Kevin Kane who did the the research on the report, our lead organizer, is is the contact on the press, you can get a hold of him by phone or email, he can get you any, any additional information you need. So thank you very, very much everyone.